This is Four Network. Credo is the daft of the Football Daft podcast. Is that a good story? Is that a good story? I've got an encyclopedia. Brain. He's got a day man, nothing. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Why are you a fucking hula? <laughs> this is Football Daft. You're a Rangers man. Uh, I'm a Hearts man. <laughs> With Ewan Cameron. I work for Showtime in ESPN. <laughs> and... It's the Football Dad Podcast with Ewan and Grado. Hello there, Grado. Happening, mate. You all right, buddy? Uh, you've been a busy, busy boy. You've been working on an ITV drama. You've been up and down to London. How's it going? Oh, grafting. Grafting. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I sat in a trailer, mate. I got there at 12pm, and I was in a trailer for nine hours. Doing what? More or less picking my hoop. But by the way, when I say that, right... I'm watching this episode back for last week. Uh-huh. Who is it that edits this YouTube? Because the first thing that came up on this show last week was me scratching my buzz on the YouTube video. And? But you always do that. I bet. You constantly scratch yourself. Shellsuit Bob does the same for some reason. I don't know why. Do you, I, Stephen Bob, Purden scratches his balls. I'm always pulling him up for it. And so you've, you've I look like a big you... hypocrite. I look like a big hypocrite because the first thing when, when folk open this YouTube is me taking a howk at my buzz. Hold on, a, gonna... hold on, hold on a wee minute, right? What? So, there's a video that goes along with this show. You know there are video cameras filming everything that we do. Aye. Correct? That's why I'm wearing black, the day right. and all that. Right. To make yourself look slimmer. Aye. Right. Well, but your face. Ain't <laughs> helping your face. <laughs> anyway, so there you are. You're on YouTube. You know it. You're on video camera. Aye. What are you scratching? Well, I just have a itchy buzz. You can get something for that. You don't have to continually scratch Funnily yourself. Funnily enough, you can because I have been on, remember I said I've been on a Dragon's Den binge, there was a guy trying to sell um, <laughs> these wipes for your buzz. Right? Wipes? He, he gets slaughtered. Wipes? I, it was something It was something like um, fellas, fella wipes, right? Fella wipes? Fella wipes, right? That's what he was trying to sell. <laughs> I hang, you can wipe your buzz when I went, and he was getting, you know, Duncan by the I'm out. I was like, I'd like a packet of fellas. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> but, come on, man. This has been stressful this week. Because, it has been a stressful week. This has been a stressful week because we had a guest today uh-huh. who, the, who is going to be the, the biggest guest that we've ever had. He's going to come on you next week. You can't say that with the people we've had on because people... No, 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 no. This one's going to blow out of the water and I don't care what you say. He was meant to be on the show today and the right. reason he's not on the show today is because <laughs> you screwed up. And you screwed up because you were filming an ITV drama. Ooh, look at me filming an ITV drama. And this is a Scotland international footballer who's played with Rangers, who's played with Wolverhampton Wanderers, who's played with Celtic, Celtic. and played with Hebs, who was going to come into the studio and sit with us for an hour and have a bit of a laugh, a mm. bit of fun. It was all planned for the day at half past one. And you said, I can't do it because I'm in an ITV drama. Right, I had to conduct an interview with Tony Watt. You weren't there. Who were you away to see? Are you having a po- wait, wait, the wait? The birds of a feather. What's her name? <laughs> Leslie fucking what? Leslie Grantham. <laughs> Leslie what? Well, Leslie name? Grantham is from EastEnders. Right, Leslie who? See before we see, get. I, I'm just. I'm see just saying, before we get to the to the, the reason why I was not involved in the Tony Watt interview that you did. Aye. Right. It's because there was a timing issue. I struggle, issue. by the way. I don't know how to deal with that shit. Right. I, there was a timing issue with the Tony Watt interview. Did you know 
that he was in Bulgaria? No, I thought he was in here because I'm going, he needs to go away at Ford Bells for his training. I'm going, he plays for CSK Sofia. I'm going, how's he going to get a train for fucking Glasgow Green? I'm going, he's like, I, I turned up and I'm like, that was Tony. That's <laughs> on FaceTime. I went, oh, that makes sense. Right, so, here's, I'll just, so I'm going to, we're going to be honest with you here, right? All right. Is that we, we had... I've never seen you in likeness. Right, we, 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 we had Kenny Miller. And I, Ken, right, we, we, everyone knows who is by the teams we talked about. Everyone, it could have been Alfie Con. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we, we, Kenny Miller was meant to be our guest this week. And it was happening. And, and he was coming in at half past one. Grado couldn't do it because he's done an ITV drama. And it all got a bit messy. And then we wanted to do Kenny Miller a little later. But Kenny couldn't do it because he had to pick up the kids. And he had other things to do later in the evening. So, um, and we also had Tony Watt on the show today. So, I didn't know that he was in Bulgaria. I thought that Tony Watt was in Belgium. <laughs> Grado <laughs> thought he was in Glasgow Green. Mate, we've both made a cunt yet. <laughs> it's now time for Strip for Grado. This is where we find out what strips you've been sending into Grado to decorate our little man cave studio. What have we got? <laughs> well, I've got the tidy um, last year's Falkirk away strip. Lewis, he's a mega, mega wrestling fan, right? And he turned up with a poly bag with about 40 Falkirk taps <laughs> for me. And I was like, I don't need all that, mate. I'll just take, I'll just, I'll just take one or two. So we've got this one. It's a lovely yellow Puma uh, Falkirk tap for last year. Um, the team that failed last the team year. That failed. Oh, the team <laughs> that got actually relegated and from the championship to League One. I've just actually realised producer John in the studio, he's a Falcon fan, isn't he? I basically say that often. I just burn that one for. <laughs> that, that, that strip's not a good strip because oh. it, it brings back so many bad memories. That's not going up. That's why Lewis <laughs> has given it to you because it's, it's, it's just it's bad memories and it's, it's not great. Well. Do you like that strip? It's a yellow away strip for Falkirk. Would you wear that yourself, Grado? Well, Scott Arfield used to play for Falkirk, didn't he? Why does everything, <laughs> everything revolve around the Rangers? Everything. Every opportunity you get, you will find a Rangers connection. We're talking about Falkirk. We're talking about Lewis who gave you that strip. We're talking about them getting relegated to League One. I ask you, do you like the strip? And then you go, yeah, Scott Arfield used to play for them. <laughs> You're a prick. <laughs> And if you want to send the strip in, <laughs> your podcast, you can do it on Twitter. Grado's rant. It's now time for Grado to have a rant. What's on your mind this week, my friend? Mate, I know nothing about politics, man, but I'm getting a wee, I'm getting a wee bit freaked out by this Brexit shit. <laughs> I'm not joking, man. I'm actually freaking out now. We cannot leave Europe with a no, without a no deal. We need a deal. I know this might sound weird, mate, but I honestly, and I know, I know, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I'm getting a bit scared now. Scared oh, of what, Grado? What are you scared of? Mortgages getting up, fish <laughs> not getting delivered. <laughs> all the trucks, I was in the middle of the night, I'm, I'm seeing all these trucks and I'm going, they're all coming in for Spain, all they, you know, sardines are getting coming into the country, cheeses, wines. This is all going to stop in less than a month. And it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? I just don't know. I'd never, ever want to get into politics because, oh, just... I never want to talk about it, but so, now I'm sitting so, to my foot. I know it's a lot of shit. Everybody's keeping going on about Brexit and they don't want to listen to the football daft, man. But I was like to my mate last night, I goes, we can't have a no-deal Brexit. <laughs> He's going, what are you talking about? <laughs> who, are, who are you? Who are you? Mate, I'm, are you not a wee bit fear? No. I'm fear, man. I mean, that Boris Johnson get held a, 
a, a balloon of an op the other day and they held it and just walked mate, by and mate, knows that, that was like that wasn't real. Oh, was someday that someone that was an, an artist, a graphic designer oh. who, who put a plastic <laughs> penis in his hand. Oh, you thought that was real. <laughs> you thought that Boris Johnson was walking around was walking around the Tory party conference <laughs> with a, an inflatable penis. You <laughs> thought that was real. Good, 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 good designer because <laughs> <laughs> I've been sharing that with everybody. So what's, what's your rant? <laughs> that fucking drill up the stair. <laughs> Try to record a podcast. Look at fucking Tony Watt. <laughs> It's now time to look back at last weekend's games in the Premiership and some of the big talking points. Grado's going to give us his analysis and his thoughts in one sentence. Uh, Hibs won, Celtic won. Your thoughts? Thank you, Kevin Clancy. I think what Grado's getting at there is that Celtic did have stolen wall penalties. Oh, aye. And, and I just knew... Uh, but, I mean, we got two penalties, but there were stone walls, but... They were stone walls, I thought, man. So is Kevin Clancy on your Christmas card list? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton 2, Livingston 1. Oh, well, that was a surprise. Um, well, Livingston no winning one. No, but I remember they were. They were, yeah. Because they were on my cup in the battles. <laughs> Kilmarnock nil, Ross County nil. I'd rather sit in a house with Tufik. <laughs> Rangers 5, Aberdeen oh. nil. Thank you, Bobby Madden. <laughs> no, but seriously, Rangers played well, and... A lot of people were saying Greg Stewart. Why did we sign Greg Stewart? That's exactly where you're from, right there. He had a great game, man of the match. He's what does he be... bring to your team? Well, he brings in, he knows the SPL, he can create, he can score, he can play in the Snyder pitches. He can... Do you think that it's he good... will be a key player for you as the season goes on? Particularly in December. Why December? It's a busy month, and we're going <laughs> to... <laughs> Christmas is coming, you know, panto season. <laughs> and I just think, mate, with, with, with injuries and suspensions. Right. So I it's good, good squad player, good squad player. Good squad player. Okay. Uh, St Johnston nil, Motherwell won. Motherwell are having a good season. Motherwell are the team now. That's, that's, that, that's, um, They're third best team yeah, in Scotland yeah, just yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, so well done to the well. And we've got to say well done to the well because the CEO of this company is a... What's is a his name? Steelman. Neil. Neil, uh-huh. Do you like Neil? Aye. Aye. Anyway, well done to Motherwell, having a great season. I would, I would love to have Robinson in charge at Tynecastle. Really? Hold on a minute. Would you yeah. really? Aye. Is that who you would go for? That's 100% who I'd go for. Is that who you would go for? Yeah, 100%. Robinson? I'd get Levine out the door tomorrow and put him in. Uh, talking of um, Hearts, St Mirren nil, Hearts nil. Um, again, nightmare for Hearts, drawing away to one of the teams that are apparently one of the favourites to be relegated, but Hearts are down there as well. Uh, Craig Halkett off, could be out for the rest of the season with a real that serious injury. That's, that's possible. Anything you want to say on that? Uh, Levine must stay. <laughs> Levine must stay. <laughs> Levine must stay. It's good entertainment, mate. This is what it's all about. I know that you're. I know that you don't like Levine being in charge, but man, it's. it's this is what it's all about. Can I just remind you? What? November second. Is that when the game is? Hearts versus Rangers. What end are you sitting in? What end am I sitting in? You're a cheeky prick. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you're on the wind up. What end am I sitting in? Fucking Rangers. <laughs> Fair play, man. Let's talk Scotland now. Stevie Clark has announced his squad for the Euro 2020 qualifiers against Russia and San Marino. The big surprise is the call-up of Dundee United striker. Lauren Shankland. 
He's banging in the goals. It's frustrating, Ewan, because... Why? I don't know if you know this, but I'm a Rangers fan, right? And uh, <laughs> I just feel, you know, it's in, the, it's in this, the, the, the press that Rangers are looking at him. For January. Right, but come on. He's at Dundee United now. They're not going to play ball with Rangers, are they? They are not going to play ball with Rangers. Uh, do you really think United, one, are going to sell him? And if they do, they're going to ask for a ridiculous fee now. Why did Rangers not take him in the summer? You'd exactly. go nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Ian McCall was in the press all day saying it was close to happening. I just don't get why it didn't happen. And it's funny, Super Ali said on the, the, the uh, he said in the media that Stevie Clark should pick him up and Stevie Clark done it. So do you think he's been, Stevie Clark's been listening to Al? What? Do you know what that was like? It was like somebody running out of batteries. <laughs> <laughs> Battery power just went. <laughs> <laughs> right, we put some batteries in Grado. What are you saying? Stevie Clark's taking a lot of advice with Super Alley. But at the end of the day, mate, he's banging in goals, man. Do you know what it reminds me? Uh-huh. Andy Robertson for rags to riches. Oh, it's it's stunning. It's it's, it's oh, it's beautiful. It, yeah, it is. Um, John Fleck. I can't believe this is his Why? first call up. I, I do not get that. I do not get that. I understand. He's been brilliant for Sheffield United for a couple of seasons, and he's just not had a look in. Nah. I, I don't know why Big Eck didn't he? No, nah. because did Eck maybe work with him when he, he was, did. was a young boy? The Rangers, I. It's, it's a funny one there, isn't it? John Fleck has been outstanding for Sheffield United, um, and he's playing really well in the Premier. God, he must be about fucking forty-two now. He's only twenty-nine, I think. I said. I know it seems like he's been along a lot longer, aye, but he's aye. only twenty-nine. Now I remember when he first burst onto the scene. He was, he was Scot- a guy. He was Scotland's Wayne Rooney. Yes, it's the same way that um, with John Fleck, the wee, wee Billy was getting talked about. Billy Gilmer, yeah, yeah but did you see know says what? Fabregas oh, in the press, yes, saying that he's my, he's the one, mate, mate. As that, that everybody's sent, saying that, sent that. Chills down my spine. I tell you what, what was really interesting, Frank Lampard and what he said about Billy Gilmore. He waxed lyrical about him. I know. So he clearly, because he, I mean, he's one of the best midfielders in world football in the last twenty plus years, Frank and Lampard, and he's saying that about Billy Gilmore. And I love it. How many times have we spoke to former footballers on this programme who said afterwards the best player they've seen mm-hmm. come through the ranks in recent years, Billy Gilmer? Well, Ian Durant, uh, he said that. Darren uh, Jackson uh, said uh, it. Chris Common said it. Um, da- uh, as you say... Judith Rouse. Judith Rouse. Mate, it's just, it's brilliant, it's brilliant to see. Yes. And I hope he... I think I hope he gets put in against Man United, mate. I don't know if he will. So the Scottish <clears> squad has been announced. Um, John Fleck, as we mentioned, Ollie Burke is back, who is on loan at Alaves. Uh, they've also been called up to replace the short arms from Matt Phillips and Stevie Smith. Now we got quite an interesting reaction on Twitter to the Scotland uh, squad announcement uh, from Big Dave. Guys like Fleck and Shanklin are a welcome addition. The squad's been stale for a while. Time for new blood. Ian Adam, we are humped for this campaign, which is correct. I agree with that. But this is about preparing for the big playoff matches in the Nations League next year. So why not punk guys like Hanley, Mulgrew and Russell and give the under-21 players a chance? There's a player in Hanley. And I know people are going to laugh at me for saying that. There is a player there. He doesn't get playing in the Premier League for Norwich if there's not a player there. I'm sorry. There's something there. He's a young centre-back. Mm-hmm. You forget he's still learning his trade. Mulgrew, right. I agree. I think Johnny Russell's got something to offer. I know he's playing in America, but he's got something to offer. It's just, mate, it's just, again, it's a frustrating situation because it just feels like there's nothing. Well, you've got a good squad, Grado. That's my point. We've got, on paper, we've got a better squad than Northern Ireland. 
Republic of Ireland and Wales. Take Bale out of that squad. We've got a better squad than Wales as well, but they're all outperforming us. Why? There's something fundamentally wrong. Aye. We've got Ryan Fraser on the left that's flying for Bournemouth. We've got James Forrest down the right that's flying for Celtic. You've got a £20 million striker in Ollie McBurney. You've got John McGinn, who is being labelled as a £50 million midfielder for Man United, United next year. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So we've got Andy Robertson, a Champions League winner at left back. Do you know what I mean? We've got the, we've got the, we've got Callum McGregor. Look at Callum McGregor. Right, let's talk about who knows wins, which is the home of social betting and are changing the culture of gambling. Now, what we're going to do this week, we're actually going to set up our own little who knows wins group on the app. So you need to go and download the app. Now, bookers have been taken out of the equation with this, and now you can get bets on sports against your mates. So it's you against your mates, and it can be winner-takes-all. You can have a prize fund where you can go to the top three. It's a lot of fun. It's a good laugh, and you get the opportunity to have a wee bit of bragging rights as well. It's a brilliant way to rake in the cash with your friends and getting it right up there whilst having a bit of banter along the way. Uh, there's no odds. There's no bookmakers. This is all about the prediction on sporting events. Uh, the more you know, the more that you will win. It's all with your pals. You are in control at all times. All you have to do to get involved in what me and Grado are setting up. We're going to right. put the links on Twitter. Right. We're going to put the links on Facebook. And all you need to do is download the app. Right. Sign up to our little group. It's a £5 buy-in. Winner takes all. So, so if there's 100 people sign up, that's five... Is that 500 quid? Yeah. 500 quid. A winner takes all. So we'll kick it off. But you do know that if we win, we're going to have to, we're going to, have to get to charity. And <laughs> 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 it's one of the things, man, isn't it? When you see uh, like a celebrity on Family Fortunes, man, they win 10 grand and they go, oh, I'm giving it to uh, the Blind Awareness Society and all that. And you think, no, you're, you want that money, don't you? So download the app at the App Store, which is the Apple App Store, or Google Play for more information. Visit their website, whoknowswins.com. So we will put a link to the app and the group that me and Grado have set up on Twitter and Facebook. So make sure you go to our Football Daft Twitter account or our Facebook account and um, get your predictions in. We're going to set the fee at £5, winner takes all, and as many people as, 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 as possible can get involved in this. Uh, you can also join preset public leaks with larger pots of money competing against players from all over the UK. It is a good laugh. You'll really enjoy it. So get involved now by downloading the app on, uh, on the Apple Store or Google Play by typing in who knows wins. And what we're going to do, we're going to set up our league, and it's going to be about the fixtures this weekend in the Scottish Premiership. Four games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. You just make your prediction and uh, get your entry fee in of a fiver. Winner takes all. Brilliant. It's the Football Daft Podcast. And you don't need to always keep saying it's the Football Daft Podcast. Oh, we did this last week, and right. you're asking me again, you don't understand how things work. I know this is not a radio show, but there are punters listening to this, right? Let me explain it to you again once. No, don't bother. Can we move on? Aye, right, Producer John, what you got for us? Now, Producer John... His, uh, he's got a question for us because you screwed up with Kenny Miller the day, right? So to 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 cover up the space in the show that's normally there, i.e., who are you? Because Kenny Miller's not here. John has got a wee quiz question for us. Right, okay. And is it the first person to get this right? Yes, it is. Come on then, John. Well, Grado wanted to play a game, so I've come up with the idea of Ewan versus Grado. Oh, how original. There we go. <laughs> Fuck up. Right. Go. <laughs> Today's question on Ewan versus Grado. This might catch on, you never know. Go. Right, okay. Who is the only club in Scotland to break the world 
transfer records. Go. The, the only club in Scotland to break the world transfer record. Yes. It wouldn't have been Rangers with Tor Andrew Flo, would it? No. No, that's what I'm saying. That's the, I'm, that, who's the 12 million in 2000? But there's no one else spending that. It must. There's obviously. It's obviously something daft. It's like a trick question. It's a daft thing. It's like fucking Clyde signing some cunt for forty nine pence. And it. Well, what are you thinking? Is it something like that? And it could be. As in it. So there's a club in Scotland that has a world record. Oh, is it for the lowest amount? No, it's for the world record transfer fee. Was it post war? No. Did I? Would we have watched? It was them? the post-war. No. Who was the twenties, mate? I don't care. If the twenties, we talking nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties. Oh, who's the club that broke the world transfer record in the nineteen twenties in Scotland? Some uh, Dumbarton, Clyde, East Fife, no. Forfar, no. Hearts, Hibs, Celtic, I'll Rangers, Dundee, Dundee United, Partick Dunfermline, Albion Rovers. Third, third Lanark. Yeah, what different? Cowden Beath, Clyde Bank, Pierhead. You're not allowed to Google it, Grado. That defeats the competition. Imagine asking us a question with the answer somebody in the 1920s. Not who, it's not who I mean, I mean, some most. I mean, of all the questions you could have come up with, you come up with the worst question. Even people listening right now are going, "Why did you even bother with this?" There'll be people out there. In fact, do you know what? I'll actually phone my dad because he might know. And I need to actually see how the dog got on on Monday because she was getting. Uh, artificially and sem- what'd you get? Artificially, artificially inseminated. inseminated. The dog uh, was getting uh, artificially uh, inseminated. Aye, my dad's going to start breeding dogs, so. Uh, <laughs> so that he was taking a dog to the vet to get artificially. No, no, the vet, no, the vet, some stud dog. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, your dad took your dog to a stud. No, dog. my dog. It's his dog. Right, you need for your dog. Cause I need to right, know what, uh, what happened right, here. Okay, well, he might know about this transfer anyway. Right. Dad, oh, how did the dog, dog go on a Monday? Uh, well, I don't think it was up to it. What? So, what do you mean? Did, so, did, did it get pumped? No, really. But then uh, there's a thing called AI, AI, where they take sperm for the dog and insert it into Jenny. So, that's what happened. So, when will you find out that she's pregnant? Three weeks. Sale so three weeks of signs. What's the signs and symptoms? No, there's nothing. Morning sickness? Morning sickness, not that? Well, I don't know, but fucking three weeks, it's 450 quid it cost me to. Fuck. And how long did it take? I didn't watch them, I was ever watching them. Peter says about 15 minutes. That dug down the mountain, Jenny. So you basically paid for nothing then? No, they just, uh, this woman came and she touched the, can that dog, can the dog? Aye, taking her out of it? Aye, and took the sperm for that then, <laughs> then the fucking part of tube in Jenny. But I was, I really didn't want to, Peter's going, aye, well, I'll work, aye, aye. But I don't know whether it works or no. Hmm. <laughs> Right, I've got right. There's another question, right? I'm on. I'm on this podcast, right? And they've asked a question, right? Where the question is: a Scottish football club, right, broke the world transfer record for signing a football player, right? For Scotland. Aye. Oh, it's, it's, it's that. Him came for Chelsea, wasn't it? No, that's what uh, you and said, Tony Andrew Flo. Oh, 
Aye. No, but that wasn't a world transfer record because it was 12 million. That is, I mean, it's worldwide, this question is meant to be. Can you I, bet you'd say, you, I bet it's him for Ronaldo from Man United. From Man United, where'd you come? That, uh, that's no Scottish. <sighs> right, I'm going to have to Google it. Right, um, right I'll, I'll, phone you, I'll phone you later on, right? I've, I've actually lost the will to live with this quiz question. I know, man. It's I'm, so bad. I, I bet the answer's rubbish as well. I know, but shit. <laughs> Go and tell us what tell the answer us. is. He's a good for a jump, me for this. Falkirk. <laughs> what? In 1922, they booked the world transfer records for the entire world for signing Sid Puddlefoot from West Ham. <laughs> for how much? I think it was £5,000. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Falkirk would never do that in this penny. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, isn't it? I know. Brilliant. Brilliant. Sydney Puddlefoot. <laughs> he would have scored goals for fun in the SPL. <laughs> it's the Football Dad Podcast with Ewan and Grado. It's now time for the big interview. And the big interview this week is with the former Celtic Hearts. Who else was he St. Johnston. He played with Lee. He played Sledge. Yeah. Uh, and he basically made everywhere he's went. He's not everywhere he's went. He's, he's had grief of managers. If you look it up, yeah, he uh, has. He has. Um, he's so. had a hard time, and I think it's. I think he's been hard done by. But at the end of the day, mate, he still scored for Celtic. His boyhood heroes against Barcelona. He did. Who can say they done that? Exactly. Well, I, I, I'm not part of this interview with Tony Watt because we you're didn't... going to fucking birds of a feather. Yes, I had to. I interviewed Leslie. What's her name? Joseph. I'll interview Leslie Joseph. Do you know what? Actually, that's funny you say that. My mom and dad went to see Birds of a Feather live, right? In Blackpool years ago. And my dad went outside for a breath of fresh air. And Leslie was out having a fag. So I interviewed Leslie Joseph. <laughs> and I also interviewed Shakespeare's sister. And I thought that would be fine for the time that I arranged it for. But I didn't realise that Bulgaria time was two hours ahead of us. So we got our times mixed up. So I missed the interview with Tony Watt. Grado has done the interview. I know. I've no idea how this went. Before we listen to it, how do you think you did as an interviewer? Actually, going to ask Leslie if she can remember seeing my feather in Blackpool outside. <laughs> she was having a fag because he'd be delighted if he because he, he would he would like that. How was your interview with Tony Law? Went really good because it was the first time. I was a wee bit shaky to start with. Cause I, I mean, you're the, you, you know what you're doing with your interview and all that. I'm still learning the the you know the way how to do the protocol and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. It, it went well, mate. It went well. We well go- you're saying that. We'll let everyone else be well, a judge we'll, of that. I, we'll, we'll let the, I, I. So should we listen to it? Yep. Okay, here's Grado's interview with Tony Watt. <laughs> Piers Morgan, watch out. <laughs> Fuck up, you. <laughs> Please welcome to the Football Daft Podcast all the way from Bulgaria, where he's currently playing for CSKA Sofia. Before that, he played for Celtic, Hearts and St. Johnson, as well as a number of clubs down south. He's also got his own gaming YouTube channel. Please welcome to the Football Daft Podcast, Tony Watt. All right, mate. <laughs> so see how it says here, you've got your own YouTube gaming channel. See how in the wrestling, sometimes the ring announcers, they go, he is a YouTube sensation. Grado. <laughs> and that, that does my nothing. What if, Why? What, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't because like people being... probably know you mostly from the videos you've made Aye. probably on YouTube. I suppose. Not you're a YouTuber. Aye. So you are a YouTuber? No, I try and make videos. I just... See, when you're playing, you've got a lot of spare time and 
it's quite fun to make videos, quite structured. Do you know what I mean? And it's just to get your head away from football and get Aye. something. Instead of just sitting doing stuff for no reason, it's maybe trying to look in the future. You see footballers like David Myler and other people who have done well out it. So you think, why can I not get a crack? I go for it. Because, I mean, as, as you say, you've got a lot of spare time. You're in Bulgaria. Have you got pals? <laughs> My wife's here. <laughs> but we've is... got a few boys we go out for food in that way, but like their, their missus in that bit. Is that a struggle? No, I don't mind it at all. Really? I, the way I look at it is, last year was good for me at St. Johnston. Played a full year of football for the Aye. first time and I don't know how long. But it's not where I want to be and that's no disrespect for St. Johnston. This is a massive club over here. Oh, 100%. Be, so going back to the point of do you miss it? No, I don't miss being home one bit because wow. like yourself, you'd move anywhere just to fulfil your dreams. And 100%. 100%. It's just the way it is, isn't it? What's, what's the scoff like here then? Unbelievable, so cheap. I took my man out, they came over with my wife, and I took my man out, and I was like, do you know what, he's only over for a while, my man died off the Coke Bridge, would never <laughs> overpay it, and I said, look, we're getting the best tonight, so I said, we'll get you a lobster tail, we'll get whatever. And now you're talking. I think, I think it came to like, between the four is, one of the nicest restaurants in Sofia, between the four is, they had beers, wines, everything, it was like 120 quid, 130 quid for the four. Mate, is there, any, is there any wrestling companies out there in Bulgaria? I'll get you over here. I'll wrestle you every day and we'll put that on YouTube. You can beat me. That sounds dynamite, mate. That sounds dynamite. So do you get ever... Does players ever have a go at you and text you and go, get off that YouTube? Do you ever get any grief off, folk? No, no, you get slagged a wee bit. But last year, I made sure that the day before a game, I didn't stream. And then... Aye. I remember we played Rangers, Hearts, Celtic, and we could beat three in a row. And to be fair, the stream was flying for a bit. I was getting good viewers. And that's what kind of killed me because I took two weeks off after the results. And then I just didn't have the motivation to go back because I kind of felt a bit embarrassed. The right. fact that if yeah. you weren't winning, it's... I know kind of the limits, do you know what I mean? It's not... No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's a bit like... You know, an old firm fan that, that stays off Facebook after a couple of days, you know what I mean? If you're a Rangers exactly. fan and you get beat off Celtic, man, I'm not touching Facebook for a good week. It's one oh, of the ones, isn't it? A hundred percent. And it's like, see if I was playing at Celtic, you couldn't do it because no. you, you would probably be flying doing it. But see if even Dross, even at the weekend, Aye. at the weekend, see, if, see for instance, if I had went and went out for a meal and had a few drinks after drawing with Inverness or something like that back in the day. And the manager found out about it, you'd be in his office. Slaughtered, wouldn't you? Just in public, just because... And that that's probably the best way to be, but it's just one of the things... I, I got a bit embarrassed when we got beat two or three in a row because I just didn't want that. I just didn't... I just couldn't deal with that. Mate, I, I've got a total respect for you for, for doing this YouTube stuff. I really, really do because, you know, you, I, I listen to the likes of like Roy Keane on on Sky, uh, on Sky Sports, who is quality, but, you know, he was keen pelters to the likes of uh, Lingard for calling him an Instagrammer and stuff like that. The end of the day, man, it's, we've moved on. It's, it's a different it's different time in football. Social media is there to be used. I think it's cool that you do it, mate. I, I really, really yeah. do. And you need a career after football as well. You've got, say I've got five, six, maybe eight years max. I would do what I do. Would do what I do. And maybe the way I think it is, <laughs> it'll maybe make me more confident in front of a camera. Aye. It interacts with people. So you give a wee bit back and it passes your day. Mate. If you're sitting bored, it passes your day. So there's a lot of reasons why you do it. 
hundred percent because you get these guys that, in Fitba that that give up and then they they go and get jobs on the radio and Sky and I think that must be an offer. You know, it's that's a good wee scoop to to, to get, uh, to get that opportunity. Have an interest to go into management and no. coaching or anything, and there's, there's... that's why the biggest fear for me was. Remember a couple of years ago, you see a lot of people going bankrupt and you see a lot of people after football and you think, how can they be on that money Aye. and go? And lose it. And I think to myself, you grow up, normal life, normal. You want to give your family, everybody the best life possible. So you think, why not try and plan ahead? Why not and try and get a step ahead, everybody, and try and... It might help to go into the media and the radio, like you said, an offer you can't refuse and not need to coach. But it opens every door and... You try and better yourself every you do, and it's kind of challenging to try and grow it because you see some videos, and I put a couple up and they got like thirty thousand views, and I put a couple up and they got like one thousand views, and you're like, well, I'm not happy with that one thousand. Okay. I want to better that. Aye, aye. Do you know aye, what I mean? And aye. it's all driving yourself on. But people see people laugh. What what hurt is that to me? Exactly. What? So let's go back to the, the the start of your career. So was it you started off at Airdrie, and then and then you, did you get signed for Celtic as a boy? No, I started off in the youth team early and then I played two or three months with the first team. Jimmy Boyle found me at the youth team, got me into the first team and then Celtic put a bid in and bought me for about 100 grand. Were you a Celtic fan grown up? Aye, grown up, aye. Man, I went we... to Marvel games when I was younger because my mum didn't, my mum and dad didn't let me wear a Celtic top in old firm days. Didn't let me go to Celtic games because they kind of knew about the old firm rivalry and thought that was... Aye, they didn't want you involved in that. I protect me a bit. So my uncle was a Marvel fan, so he took me to the games. He got free tickets off one of the boys that worked there. So I stayed with him on a Friday night, went to the games on a Saturday. And then as I got older, I went to Celtic games. Grew up a Celtic fan. Like yourself, you're a Rangers fan, aren't you? Aye. You grow up. Uh, but you I, kinda... It must have been, I just can't imagine the feeling of playing at LJ and then getting an offer to play for oh. the team that, that, that you supported as a boy. I mean, it must stun out to be one of the best moments of your life when that happens. That man. was, that was especially early. I was on, I think it was, Top I think I started off 30 quid a week and then 20 I mean? quid appearance. And then it ended up, they wrangled that in the girl. I think I've made two appearances one week and it ended up 70 quid. So they changed <laughs> it just to straight 50, saved 20 quid. So I ended up going to Celtic on a normal wage, but people would get maybe four, five, six hundred quid, whatever. Uh, I mean, a good wage. A modest wage. A seventeen-year-old boy, do you know what I mean? Which is for a Coatbridge boy, that's I felt what like, I felt like a millionaire. Do you know what I mean? And then I played. I think I played a year and ended up training with the first team. And it was one of them like when you went up and trained with the first team, one mistake and you were like, "Oh no, his eyes are looking at me, or he's doing this." You're embarrassed. You kind of felt as if you embarrassed yourself. You weren't doing well. What kind of players so, was that? Was I like a Bruni and all that? Were they, who was the I, intimidating I, ones? I'd probably I went up the first couple of times and trained when they were on like recovery day. Right. So it would be like your Brozex, your I think Chadurie was there. People mm. would maybe weren't playing all the time, and then you'd have your odd guy like Samaras or Stokes, whoever never started at the weekend. And, but it was like Hooper that that caught my eye. I always thought I want to be like him. Right. Do you know what I mean? I always thought. And then you do well at a training session. I think we've done, done a few times like tournaments and I ended up scoring the most goals or whatever or top joint, whatever. And I ended up training with the first team a couple of times. And then I went back to the youth team and I got sent off in a youth cup semi final. Aye. But I scored two and assisted one and we got through and I missed the final. And Lennon fined me a week's wages, whatever. We, just... we won like 4 3 and I, I had honestly I had one of the best games but I sent off for descent and then celebrating somebody's face so it was just stupid so they put me in it was like 
went for the highs to the lowest and then it was ah, you'll get fined a week's wages, but you're coming to train with me for a week. I'm keeping my eye on you. You get sent off and then as a punishment you go to train with the first team and then you That's ended up I mean. getting a debut and then did you know score two goals or something like that when you come uh, off the I bench? I my debut, but Man, I, I had my performances before the sending off were kind of pushing towards the first team, but right. I never took it as a, a yes. I took it as a, if I get the ball away once here, he's chucking me inside, Aye. making an example of me, Aye. which nowadays you probably don't get that. I know it was only maybe eight, nine years ago, but honestly it was like, if you trained with reserves, you were buzzing. If you trained with the first team, you were in dreamland, but you were also, you were walking about scared, mm-hmm. not looking at MD. Was it a good pressure? Did you like that sort of pressure? Or was it, did, uh, it did it biff you? Or, you know, what, what kind of, how did you feel at that time? I, I think, I think the older you get, the more you worry about football, the more you Aye. don't, do you know what I mean? The more pressure you put on yourself. See, when I was younger, I just thought, I wasn't the hardest working, I was quite lazy, but it was just my style of play. I wasn't, I wasn't, not lazy, I was like, maybe stand up front, don't chase things, but when the ball comes, make sure I score, Aye. make sure I do something. Whereas now, I won't stop running, but I'll maybe come back and defend too much or press too much and not be in the right positions where you need to kind of mix that. But when I was younger, it was as if like, nothing phased me. It's... Everyone was in the back of the net. Do you know what I mean? And, that's where the last couple of years after an injury kind of, I'm getting back to that working but nothing's phasing you. Do you know right. what I mean? See how, you, see how you said you, you, you get you get um, pulled up for the likes of your, your training and stuff like that. Was that was that Lennon that was having a go at you? for? for... No, it was more me. Lennon said right. to me one time on the bus, I scored two against Inverness and he said, I don't care how you train. Don't care what you do as, as long, long as in a game you do that. Aye. And I was like, fair play. Like, I was just... I wouldn't, the word lazy was probably wrong to say. I'd probably just, probably confident in terms of, instead of coming back and defending, I know that other boys will get the ball to me and I'll make sure by putting it in the net, they won't worry about my defensive aye, stuff. Aye. Do you know what I mean? You're, are you proving them by, by scoring their goals? Aye, aye. I just, it was just one of them that it kind of all worked out. And I, everybody says, oh, why didn't you make it here? Why didn't you do it? I enjoyed my time there. It was more than enough and I moved on. That was it. It was obviously you want to play for your boyhood club for 15, 20 years, but I probably wouldn't have played there for 15, 20 years because every year they sign in somebody a marquee striker. Correct. Look at Edward, look at Morelos, look mm-hmm. at these players. So they're going to sign in somebody like that and look how good they are. Aye. But even if they're not good, your Pookies and your Baldies came in and they made sure they played. Mm-hmm. So I was always going to be number two, three, four, or five. Do you know what I mean? And Fine by me, I moved on to a big club and that's the way it is. Because at that age, you want to play as many games as possible, wouldn't you? You don't want to be sitting in your hoop all oh. the time. And do you know, know what? I could have probably been patient and you look back and you go, I could maybe have sat there and took Aye. the money. I could maybe have done this. I could have maybe... But then I think, what good is it? If Aye. you've got patience, okay, it might work out. But when you're young, you're ready to go. You just want to do everything. You want to play. You, just, you want to play. That's mm-hmm. it. And you earn more playing. But I don't know. I don't regret it. I don't. Honestly, I don't. Hand on heart, I don't regret it. So see here, what I want to talk to you about, Tony, is obviously a lot of folk will remember you for the, 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 the go against Barcelona. Do you think that was a bit of a burden on your career? Having I, that... wouldn't ch- I wouldn't change it. But right, that's cool. I, you wouldn't change it, but do you know what I mean by that? Do you feel as no, if you, you scored that goal, do you think that folk went, right, he's the next Larson, you know, he's the next, you know, whatever. And It's a burden in terms of Celtic fans' eyes towards me because... Aye. 
it makes me into a player that I probably wasn't there. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But it is what it is. What can you, what mm-hmm. can you do? I wouldn't change it because you've scored against Barca. The rest, of, rest of my days at the club, I love. That's mm-hmm. it. Ticked a box and that's me out of there. And Aye. That's just the way you need to look at it. How were you received in the, in the dressing room? So see the likes of the night you scored against Barcelona. What's the dressing room like? Is everybody coming up to you? And everybody's buzzing because I done it, but everybody's buzzing with deals because that was probably the most I've ever seen people put their bodies in the line. No. So everybody, I, I probably done less than everybody else because I only played twenty minutes. But I put the ball away, like you said. Every, like I said earlier, you don't defend, you don't do this because when it comes to you, you make sure you put it away or you Correct. make sure you do your bit. And, Everybody done their bit that night, and I just got lucky. And yeah. I'll be remembered for the rest of my life at a club I love. And I wouldn't take it back because there was no other way I was going to go in the history books of Celtic other than doing that. Aye. And that's the truth. No, that's that's brilliant. That's brilliant. So, so you played with Celtic. How was your time at Hearts? Did you enjoy that? I, I enjoyed it. I wasn't, like I said, it was after an injury, after a transfer embargo. I wasn't 100%. I wasn't 100% fit. And I didn't play up front. I played in behind a striker. But right. they kept singing my name. Everyone was good. I never scored a lot of goals. I think I scored one goal. But I think we were maybe third in the league. Maybe fourth in the league when I left. And at times we were second. At times we were third. We've done all right. But you look at the Hearts team now. They're maybe struggling. Struggling. We had a much better team. 100%. Aye, but there was a lot of good players when you played at that time, weren't there? Callum Patterson. Aye. Uh, John Shooter was still there, Don Cowie, who was linked with Rangers at the time. Aye. Uh, Who's the boy that went down south that played with, Hart, that played with Hearts? Jamie Fingway. Was he there at the time? Jamie Walker, was he now. there? He's back now, Aye. but he was there. He was probably our main man. Aye. Uh, so Sam Nicholson, he's went away and had a good career in America. So we had a good team. It was mm. just, it just wasn't the right move for me at the time. See, if it came a year earlier, I'd have been a hundred times better, or if it came out maybe two years later. Not a year later, because I still wasn't. Did they ever give you grief at Hearts because you played with Celtic? Because there is that old rivalry. It's kind of no, like the Rangers and Aberdeen the rivalry. Fans gave me grief. The Hearts right. fans, the fans gave me grief, called me a traitor, called me a Judas ah. and that, whenever we played against them first game of the season. But the Hearts fans were brilliant with me. They, they sang my name, they were always positive, they were always on there, they were always behind me. And I, honestly, every time I played there, I felt... That's maybe the one where I think I never performed to the level I could have in terms of... Is that a wee bit of regret there, the time at Hearts? Not, not regret, no regret but... I was asked to play behind the striker. I was asked to play kind of more a deeper role and that's probably just not me. I've done it, but I try not to regret anything because I've not done anything too bad in football, whereas that I've let everybody down. Do you know what I mean? I could maybe perform better here. I could maybe perform better there, but that's just the way football is. Sometimes right. your confidence goes, sometimes injuries happen, sometimes you're just not you. So, FIFA or Pro Evo? This year, I've always said Pro Evo's got a better gameplay, but FIFA's just so much more advanced. So, probably FIFA. So, what is it about this year? Because even all my mates are saying this this new game is unreal the way it what, is this what, year. What do you prefer? Right, we'll see the hang is, mate. Right, I get fi- I, I don't pr- I've no I don't pr- play Pro Evo. Right, it's always FIFA because my mates have got it, and I must admit, mate, I play it for two weeks and then I put it down. Every year I buy it and I like it for two weeks, and then I fucking. Ch- is there I any game you it. play constantly, mate? Is there any- I mate I I must admit I don't. I remember I queued up one night in Tesco for the new. Call it Call of Duty, right? Mm-hmm. Queued up, waited at midnight, bore it Call of Duty. 
Stuck it on about 20 past midnight. I sold it to my mate by quarter past one. I went, I can't fucking do this, man. What am I doing? I'd love to be able to play the games and all that, right? But I mean, I'm the kind of... See, when I was young, right? I used to play international superstar soccer on the N64, yeah. man, right? And my, one of my pals at the time was a bird, right? We were about nine or ten. And I, she came into my bit, man, and she hammered me like three two, man. So I chucked it, chucked it off the wall. I couldn't take it, right? So I'm the kind of, I'm the, I'm the kind of geek that used to fucking play, play player one versus player two. But you know, yeah. player two was invincible. I was just playing against myself to try and score. I'm not shite at, at playing games. Yeah, I'm just no, no I, a gamer at all, mate. I'm just no a gamer at all. I, I'd like to be able to find something to sit and watch because. Tony, I don't have a good attention span, mate. I, I can't watch box sets. I can't play games. All days watch wrestling, mate. <laughs> I, do you know what? I don't. I don't. I don't have a problem with that because I. I used to be the same. I. I loved watching. It. I loved watching wrestling. See if it wasn't for like, the timings. If it was like midnight and stuff, because of football, I probably would have watched it more. Did you watch but it when you were young, eh? I love. WCW, that was mine. You did not, did you? Did you like WCW? This is so weird. You Love watched WCW. That. Who was your favourite WCW? Goldberg, uh, Sting, NWO. Sting. Dun, dun, dun. Sting. I liked NWO. Big Kevin Nash. Oh, big sexy Kevin Nash. Have you got the WWE Network? I, I think I've actually got it signed up somewhere, taking the direct debit out, but I bought it. I <laughs> that's what I did, mate. That's what I did. I watched one documentary and then I watched, have you seen the Jiggy Snake documentary? Love it, love it, love it. Jiggy Snake Roberts one. That is emotional. See, see the bit at the end with DDP and Scott Hall and they all they all link up right at the end, man. Yeah. I was in tears, man. One of the only times a tear has came out my eye watching something. Aye, aye. Do you know, Jake the Snake Roberts was one of the first ever guys to train me in a post office in East Kilbride. Shut up. I, Jake the Snake we, Roberts lived here uh, late 90s to the early 2000s because he, he had a bird there here and uh, he, he got sent back to America for fucking, believe it or no, no treating his snake right. He, sta he starved <laughs> his, mate, he starved his snake to death so he got chucked out of Britain. But mate, joking, no, I swear to God. Yeah, and he, he take, do, you know, he, do you know I can believe that because seeing the documentary, the way he is, the well, way he, was, he acts, he's just a liability mm -hmm. but he's not a bad guy. No. He's a nice guy. No, you can tell DDP is a legend for that bit. Do you know what? I'm shocking to get a hold of DDP, see if he can sort me out, mate. Oh, man, I'll join you. <laughs> get him in Bulgaria with your And then I, because who is it? One of the, was it the Lies manager that said something about you're, 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 you're no physically good enough. Fucking, we'll get it. We'll go down to DDP's, mate, and then we'll Aye, come back to him and see what he says now. I'll get DDP when he's doing a plank. I'll get him to put the foot in the back. Nah, but so some of your managers that you played for through through the years, they've criticised you for your behaviour and and the way you carry on. And how how would you respond to them now? I'd probably say get it up. Maybe you. The, the first. <laughs> I'd probably say you can go and take a. <laughs> <laughs> and throw it clean at the moon but other than that no no I, I think maybe the first six months like I explained first year into the first team I probably didn't realise that you need to add the defensive stuff the game was going that way were you away though Tony? no not, not Celtic definitely not because nah. you couldn't eat you couldn't eat Lennon cheek but you then couldn't. when you left Celtic did you have your chest out and, and when you're a bit like fine I've fucking no. played with Celtic well, obviously the problems you have at, at Celtic like the kind of not power, not struggles or that, but like everybody's against you. When I went to Belgium straight away, the manager never signed me, so straight away he was on me. And then I thought, I'm not putting up with this. I'm no. not coming here for you to just have a go at me every single day. I'm going to stand my ground in a respectful way. 
I would never go over the mark, but it kind of got a bit out of hand. Then that guy kept killing me in the press, killing me in the press, killing me in the press. And then, well, while you played with him, he was he was slaughtering you in the press. And I was still playing because he needed to stay out of the relegation zone and we were flying. I was flying and he kept playing me, but the games he didn't need to play me, he'd put me on the bench and then we'd maybe lose two in a row and be back in the relegation fight and then he'd play me. Do you so, know what I mean? And, sounds like a cock. It was. <laughs> big one. But just... Just in terms of that, that's probably the only bad press you get. And then it stays with you. It's like muck sticks, in it? And then mm. after that, nobody's really kind of came out and said, Dyla said it when I left Celtic, but that was just to cover his own back. He pulled me before it and said, your attitude's been brilliant. Your work rate's been amazing. You've really showed me what you can do. All the best. If you need to come back and train at any time, winters, whatever, you can come, you're welcome. And then the next day in the press, there was a knife in my back. I was like, you're joking. So, you're joking. What? So you said that to you, and then the next day, he slaughtered you? Ah, he said that. And then I've said that before, but I was a bit like that, a bit taken aback because I was thinking, we've left on good terms. Why would you come out and slaughter me? But it is what it is, isn't it? What can you do? And I don't hold any grudges anymore. Just let them be. I kind of knew. After that, I probably wouldn't have succeeded long term at Celtic, but that's the way it is, isn't it? Now you see Lennon. If Lennon ever had a problem, he'd pull me in. And Lennon sounds yeah. like Lennon sounds like a decent manager, man. Any, any Celtic players you talk to, they've always had. I've never heard a bad word about Lennon, like a player. Nobody ever, you know. I, I had my ups and downs with him at right. times. Like I wanted to play, I was impatient, and he probably got annoyed at me. I was probably the one he wanted to punch in the face because. <laughs> I, I was just impatient, but when you look back at it, the job he's done and the job he's doing again, you can't fault it. Jake, he's the right man for the job at Celtic, you know. In the whole picture, I, I Aye. do. I actually I do. think he is as well. A lot, of, a lot of Rangers fans said, "Oh, yeah, beauty man, Lennon's here but, for that," and I thought to myself, "Not nah, man, he's telling you he's a bit like." I wouldn't say he goes. Could would I go as far as to say he's a bit like a Walter? Maybe you know I know, but it's just because he's a he's a Celtic. Legend, and I, he knows his score. He he's knows safe, what's requested. He's a safe man. I know he's, what's he's comparison safe, you're safe. Aye, he's a he's a safe bit. But I think a lot of a lot of football fans are naive towards Len. They don't realise how good an actual but manager he to is. To combat that, I think Gerard's the right man for Rangers job. As well, well, so they are. The only thing I'm worried about now is he gets too good, and uh, I don't think he'll jump ship anytime soon. I think, no, I think, I think he's I think too, he's here for for a long while. I think he's here until Klopp chucks it. I think he's too too driven. Aye. To, Walk away without a trophy. Aye. I do. He's got to he's, do it. I think he's, he, he wants to prove a that. point. He wants to prove a point. He's not going to go anywhere until he, he does something successful, whether it's win a league, win a title, do something, stop 10 and in I, a row. I, I, I this definitely is probably the year where they can win a cup or win. Obviously, they'll put up a challenge. You look at them, look at the squad they built. People were questioning when they signed Greg Stewart, Jordan Jones, but these players, he's realised that they need squad players. People that could walk in and fill a gap and look at Greg Stewart at the weekend. So, exactly. I, I think you're right. So, um, Tony, old boy, we're going to be wrapping this up soon. I just want to, So, how long have you been in Bulgaria for, mate? Just since the summer. I've signed three years. Can you uh, see it in, can you see it in Bulgarian? Like... Kaxi, Dobre, uh, that means how are you? And then when they reply, Dobre, T, and then I say Dobre, and then that's about it. Doberdine means, <laughs> that's a bit dodgy sounding, by the way, but Doberdine means good day. <laughs> Double dime. Aye, so if I'm reading it, it's a good day, but in my head I'll know what it means. <laughs> That's brilliant. How do you cope with managers when they're getting out their team talks and they're talking fucking... Did he date in We've Bulgarian? We've got a coach and he, he tried to speak English and his English is broken. 
but he tries and it's Aye. actually decent but it's probably the best broken English I've heard but <laughs> it's so funny do you know what I mean but when he talks you listen it makes a lot of sense if not, if not they translate for you Aye, so, that's, so it's not an issue you don't you're not sitting there no going, not an the issue at all he talking no, about? they're quite they're quite good at that so what's next for Tony Watt, mate? What do you think? Are you going to be... Have you got any more goals in football? Or... Double this season. And then hopefully... I want to see out the three years here because I've moved about too much. Uh, they told me to be patient. So I've started only a few games, but I've got four goals and an assist, a solitary assist. Tidy, so tidy. I need to hit double figures this year. And uh, you, need to hit, you need double figures, your YouTube subscribers and all, don't you? What are you on exactly, the Exactly, I need to get to 10,000. <laughs> are you going um, to make a bit of, if you don't mind me asking, will you make a bit of dough with that eventually, if you get up? If it does well, I, I just want to do it and get a bit of entertainment. And if it takes off, it takes off. And if it doesn't, I'm still having fun doing it. Do you mate, know what I, mean? I, think you're, I, think, I think it's a great idea, mate. And I think once you eventually retire for it, but you've got something there where you can go to, you know, talking on the radio or stuff like that. And, and as you say, mate, you'll get the experience of that being on YouTube and having your game uh, channel. And it's, it's about great, consistency mate. and a structure, like you say. It's just, just getting the ideas of what to do while you're in football because you don't want to be going about interviewing people and then... People mm-hmm. are like, what's he doing? He should be concentrating on football. There's Aye. a line I can take it to the now that you can maybe pass when you're retired. Aye. Do you know what I mean? Aye, there is a fine line where folk are going to go, right, he's spending too much time on that fucking computer. Down again, aye, 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 aye. But I think, mate, mate, I think you should just keep going with it, man. Bam up your players, Bulgarian players, get them to speak Scottish. Do you know what I mean? Play aye. play computer games with them, noise them up. Try Bulgarian food. There's so many aye, mate, try Bulgarian food. But it's just about doing them. He's, let's see, you know what I mean? I would watch Tony Watts five... Best bits of scoff in Bulgaria. I'd, I'd tune in to see that. I would, right, but, that would, but then I'm the kind of guy that, that watches. I'm the kind of guy that watches landings and takeoffs at fucking Presswick Airport. <laughs> I'm a I'm a pure. I'm into I'm into planes and all that, mate. I like watching yeah. cockpit videos. Cock, that doesn't sound right. I like watching <laughs> cockpit videos. I like watching Dragons Den videos. I, I'm at mate. I, I, I mate. I don't know about if it's you, but I can be, you know, I'll start at 11 o'clock at night on YouTube and just oh, find I'm myself sick. gone. At next minute, it's three o'clock in the morning and I'm watching how fucking chewing gum's made. Do you know what I mean? I, I started watching the best 10, it was episode one, episode 10, street food vendors. Like Love all that, icons, mate. Munchies it was, so go and watch that. It's munchies? Right, it's called that. Munchies, the channel, and then it's the top 10 episodes of street vendors, like icons in New York or whatever, or places. Unbelievable. Let me tell you. Let me tell you one. I can't remember. It's, a, it's something called Almahanda Kitchen, right? And it's this guy out in the woods in America, right? And it's amazing. Right? It's so relaxing. Like this country out in the woods in Texas, and he's making like chili, and he just the noisy him chopping up the onions, <laughs> and then shh, shh, putting it in the fran and. <laughs> <laughs> all the noises, mate, it's amazing. I could be sitting there for hours just watching this guy in Texas just like making fucking um, like ribs and uh, macaroni, obviously. And mate, get yourself onto that and tell me what you think about it. I'll get watching that. You need to send me that. I will, you mate. Need to send me a link to that. Right, mate. Well, Tony, my man, it's been amazing talking to you, mate. If, as I said after, that was a really good interview. It was good to, I'm sure the fans back in Scotland will be uh, choking to know what you're getting up to over there. And it's good to see that you're. Uh, Sitting on the computer all day. <laughs> Training for an hour playing PlayStation <laughs> for nine. Brilliant. Coffee for two. <laughs> Mate, the business. Tony, is there anything you want to plug your YouTube channel before you go? No, honestly, it's been a pleasure coming on. Brilliant. I've enjoyed it. Brilliant, mate. <laughs>
It's now time for our Beer 52 match of the week. Over to you, Grado. Well, congratulations to Rangers supporter Barry Aitken, who correctly guessed the 5-0 result in the Rangers and Aberdeen match to win a case of beer. This weekend, there'll be 52 match of the week as Aberdeen versus Tough Hibs. game. It's a tough game, guys. So to win all you need today's guess the correct score before midday on Saturday. Everybody that gets the correct score will get into a draw to win the beer and you can enter by commenting on the Football Daft Facebook page or tweet your score to at Football Daft Pod with the hashtag free beer. Winners must be 18 over and stay in the UK. Uh, what do you think? Hibs, man. What do you think? Two teams that are really struggling but they, they, they really need a win. Well, you say that. After that result, for Hibs against well, Hearts. actually, you're right. They've, they've knocked out Kilmarnock at the Cup. They then draw with Celtic. Mm. Have they turned a wee corner, have Hibs? What did you think of Heckenbottom getting the red card for kicking the ball? That was funny. It was, was, it was it? funny. It yeah. was I don't think he deserved a red card. No, it was stupid. Aye. It kind of reminded me a bit about... Like, Remember when Lenny did it up at Inverness? So he did. Years ago. Ah, that's right. Did he get sent off for that? I don't I think, he, think did. he did, no. Yeah, he did, no, no. See, I wonder who the referee was that day. It was probably that guy for that week. <laughs> So what do you think then? <laughs> Aberdeen Hibs at um, at um, Pitodry. Mm. Tough one, isn't it? That's a, that's a hard one. That's going to be a really interesting game to, to, to look ahead to. Um, God. None each. Are you laughing at? None each. After <laughs> all that, none each. All that. Whoa, yeah. What yeah, yeah. That's just that's what happens, isn't it? That's what happens, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. None, none each. <laughs> I mean, come on. So Gray is going for nil-nil. And uh, if you would like some free beer from Beer52, all you need to do is go to beer52.com forward slash dab and we can sort out eight beers if you just cover the cost of the postage, which is £4.95. So that's all you need to do. We'll send you a case of beer. And as an added bonus for Football Daft listeners, you can get two extra free beers. So that's a total of 10 free beers all for just covering the postage, which is £4.95. Your first box will be sent to you the next day and will contain beer from all over... Europe. And Beer52 don't hold you to ransom, so you can leave at any time you like. So just go to beer52.com forward slash... Daft. To get your first case of 10 beers for free. That's beer52.com forward slash... Daft. That's it for the Football Daft Podcast for this week. Next week, it's the one and only Kenny Miller will be here. It's fingers Miller crossed. time, fingers it's crossed. Miller time next week on the show. Should have been here this week, but Grado let me down. He let producer John down. He let Kenny Miller down. And more importantly, let you down, the people who listen, who support this show. So Grado's now going to apologise again. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, we would love to hear from you. And we'd love to hear your reviews. We'd love to read your reviews. We'd love to hear what you think of the show. We'd like to... Get your reviews on the Apple Podcast. So if you listen to us on the Apple Podcast, send us in your reviews because what we're going to do this week, the five funniest reviews will get a pair of tickets to the Rangers versus Liverpool Legends match, which is taking place at Ibrox on the 12th of October. So go to the Apple Podcast, find Football Daft, and leave a review, and we'll take the five funniest, and we'll send you a pair of tickets for Rangers versus Liverpool Legends game at uh, Ibrox on the 12th of October. Who's going to be there, Grado? That's, that's actually good, because uh, Quell is going to be there in Moles. You've got Stevie G. Surely he's going to pull in the blue, man, for one game. Jamie Carragher, fucking Patrick Berger. So tickets are on sale now for the Rangers Ticket Centre, or by calling 0871-702-1972, with all profits going towards the Liverpool and Rangers Foundations. So all you need to do if you want to win a pair of tickets 
tickets for his big game at Ibrox on the 12th of October is leave a review on Apple Podcast. Sorry to interrupt Ewan, producer John here. What Ewan's failed to tell you, however, is that once you've left your review on Apple, please tweet us at footballdaftpod. Let us know what review is yours so we can get in touch to let you know if you've won the tickets or not. Now back to Ewan. And here's an example of what we mean. Here's a couple of reviews from the Apple Podcast. What you got, Grado? Uh, uh, we have a review from Ewan's hairline. Who <laughs> <laughs> says, Top banter. Quality of podcast. I love tuning in every week to listen to you two wee fannies. Much better than watching fannies on Pornhub. <laughs> No one-star reviews this week, but Mun2006 has reviewed us, and he says uh, that he does have an issue. He enjoys the podcast, but my one problem is that Grado's impression of Duncan Bannatyne from Dragon's Den sounds like Sylvester Stallone. So it's a criticism of your impression. If I put my money in your business, and I want some equity, how do you get my money back? You tell me now. I tell you, you want some of my money? It's got these two words that you probably don't want to hear. I'm out. I think that's good. Is Did Sylvester Stallone? Ladies and you want some of my money? <laughs> <laughs> you want me being rocky? And what am I going to get money backwise? Well, is that what you... I've read the script. I've seen who else is starring in it. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to get some tickets for the Rangers... Uh, Rangers-Liverpool Legends game, then go and leave us a wee review on the Apple Podcast. And um, uh, you've got until midday on Tuesday, the 8th of October, to do so. Uh, the very best of luck to you. Uh, we're back next week with Kenny Miller, as I said. Have a great week. Grado. What? You've been daft. You've been football. It's yourself. What the rock is cooking. Remember that? This is 4Network.